dedicated to George R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire book series. Holly said it's where. And the HBO Game of Thrones franchises. Holly says <laughs> swears all the time. All the time. I do I do swear. This I I do so swear. Um <laughs> should I just do it again? Uh yeah. Okay. You're listening to Before the Dragon. Don't tell me what to do. Do, 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 do. Happy name day. To our siren of a song of ice and fire from the south, Holly Hunt Pants. Happy name day. <laughs> Additionally, there were a whole bunch of actors who are in either Game of Thrones or House of the Dragon that had birthdays in July. We'll just wish them all right away. Hannah Murray, who plays Gilly. And Sonoya Mizuno, I hope I pronounced your name right, ma'am. I apologize if I did not. They were born on July 1st. Michelle Fairley, who is our lovely Catelyn, uh, was born on July 11th. Michelle Huisman, Huisman, how do you say that name, Stephanie? It looks like Mich- Michelle Huisman. <laughs> uh, was born on July 18th. James Faulkner, who plays Randy, you'd better give a bleep, Tarly. Uh, was born on July 18th as well. Reese Ifens, who plays Otto Hightower in the new series, his birthday is coming up the day after we're recording this on July 22nd. Nikolai Costa-Waldo, everybody's favorite Jamie, everybody's <laughs> only Jamie, that's July 27th. And Eve Best, who will be playing Princess Rainey's Valarian, is, uh, has a birthday of July 31st. Happy day! Welcome to Before the Dragon. My name is Matt, as you well know, and I am joined by the wonderful, absolutely fabulous song of Ice of Fire, Siren from the North. It's Stephanie. How are you, Stephanie? I am good, Matt. Happy to be back. Happy to talk some uh, Song of Ice and Fire. I was going to say Game of Thrones, but we're 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 before Game of Thrones now. <laughs> yeah, we are. Uh out out into the the world of fire and blood and house of the dragon now and we've got a brand new trailer to talk about we're recording this on thursday the 21st which is the day after that the trailer came out don't expect the fact that i had 24 hours to uh make sense of the trailer to make it so that i'm giving any more insight than i normally would it'll be a lot of uh i don't know what do you think Stephanie? (laughs) as we go along but nonetheless we're going to try and break this trailer down, not necessarily shot by shot, but I did take screenshots of everything for our YouTube so that people can see all of the shots as we talk about them as well. Speaking of which, please search for Before the Dragon podcast on YouTube and subscribe to that YouTube channel until I get a certain number of subscribers. I can't change the name from it being a link that has you know, 14 billion letters and numbers and odd combinations. <laughs> it's very hard to, to find it. But if you just search for Before the Dragon podcast on YouTube, you can find it and subscribe that way. Also, if you ever have anything you want to say to me, like I hate you or anything like that, feel free to tweet at the letter B, the number four, the Dragon Pod on Twitter. You can send emails to Matt's audio blog at gmail.com. That's enough of the housekeeping. Let's get into talking right away about this trailer, Stephanie. The first thing that I really want to know uh, from you is uh, how did you receive it? Did it, did it excite you? Did it make you feel uh, wary? How did, how did you feel once you saw it? 
it actually made me excited. I've kind of avoided um, House of Dragon stuff just because, you know, I think we were all disillusioned with the Game of Thrones finale, maybe. Uh, so I was like, oh, I don't know what they're going to do. And Fire and Blood, we did podcasts on it. You read much more than I did. I thought it was a very difficult read, but this made me excited. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I, in what way were there particular parts that made you excited or did it just make you recall what you had read before of the Dance of Dragons or what? Uh, Dance of Dragons, I like the actors. I'm a big Matt Smith fan. Um, I I like the the women, you know, it's very um, women-centric this time. I like all the women who are there. They look very much in character. They look great. Like, I think, and of course the dragons, you know, we can't can't forget those, those right. expens expensive dragons. But uh, I think I, it just looked really, it looked great. I think that it looked great too. I was super impressed by uh, all of it. I was super happy that it wasn't all, you know, so dark that I couldn't make out what was going on. That is uh, true. <laughs> as has been the case in a few of uh, Michael Shaposnik's uh, films episodes. and yeah. episodes, and which really became films. Some of the best battles we've ever seen, which makes him a perfect choice as a showrunner for this. this and is it, true. It, it appears there was a, a video that they put out before this trailer that um kind of featured him and uh ryan the uh, the other showrunner condal i think yes yeah yes and he uh, uh he seems very uh into the books i don't know you know so did so did dave and dan so i mean it, <laughs> the, the key here is i think the thing that i is giving a lot of book reader fans hope one is that george has come out and said that he's he's okay with what they've done and two um, that, you know, we do have a completed story for this set of characters. Yes. And not only has George, like, been excited, but he's like, oh, they did this character way better than I did. Like, which is nice that he's, you know, giving compliments and credit. Like, it's he's, like, humble enough to know, like, oh, look, they did this way better than I did. Which is, I don't know, that's not something you hear from creators a lot. So I he's excited about it so well i'm glad that he's excited about it i'm sure that he's even more excited about the fact that his franchise grows and his pocketbook grows <laughs> as that happens as well so i don't expect him you know to come out and say well, this is terrible don't watch it right you know at least not the first season we'll see yeah. what happens he started he didn't start talking about butterfly effects and everything really until the end of season one the beginning of season two of game of thrones so mm -hmm. we'll see what he says about that are you ready to talk about, oh, actually, let me just real quickly uh, gauge the audience that we have, the Twitter yes. audience. We want you to uh, go to the polls and vote for these. You can find them at the letter B, the number four, the Dragon Pod on Twitter. Uh, but we already have put one poll out there just kind of asking a general impression, trying to do it in a cutesy way. I said, what did you think of the final House of the Dragon trailer? Uh, all the fire, please, being the best uh baby dragon i can squash being the worst and then you have pretty hot i may melt near the top <laughs> and i can take on a dragon near the bottom stephanie i believe that we can safely say that 14 out of 16 dentists recommend watching this trailer 
yeah, I'd like to know who the other two dentists are, but you know, maybe they're maybe they're scary dragons. Who knows? <laughs> well, uh, I'm taking into the fact that that you know you can't ever please more than four out of five dentists, according to any commercial. So I'm this automatically dropping one off there, and then I'm uh, taking the person who though the six point three percent, which counts as one person essentially, who says I can take on a dragon, which is near the bottom rating, but uh, goodness gracious, I mean ninety three percent. Uh, and 93.7% of everybody pretty much loved this trailer uh, with 68.8% uh, saying all the fire, please. And 25% saying pretty hot. I may melt. So it's looking like uh, the people who have seen it and who have bothered to bother with our Twitter uh, has voted favorably on this. And, and I think that you and I agree as well that, um, it's a fun trailer, if nothing else. It doesn't yes, really definitely. tell us a whole lot about, you know, what kind of quality we're going to get in the show. I personally believe that most of these shots that we're seeing will end up in maybe the first two episodes. And one reason that I say that is because um, you happen to know that there's certain characters that you see um, that aren't going to be around. I won't say yes. which ones, yes. <laughs> but there are certain ones. And so it, it makes it easy to dictate that. Uh, depending on how far back in the history you go and how long it takes them to drag it out or if they're only scheduled to be part of one singular episode then you can start to do the math but yes. we won't we won't try to do that too much here um before we start of the trailer i have a fun fact for you if you if you'd like <laughs> sure steffi knows more than you do so um you know we always heard about in game of thrones how expensive their dragons were and how just you know the cgi and the effects it takes a lot of time and money and computers and talent and um you know and dragons are a huge part of this house of dragons so the budget for each episode we have 10 episodes this season is 20 million dollars an episode now of course for us normals that is a lot of money uh not quite as much as you would expect for a very dragon centric show uh to put it in perspective um we have stranger things season four i have not watched but i know everybody loves it they love had 30 that million show per, they had 30 million per episode so they got an extra 10 million per episode and you know that's netflix i know but you know hbo and netflix they got they have enough money to do that so just just put that in a little perspective and i know stranger things is season four and this is you know the premiere season but um, so that, so, you know, they have more dragon money, Stranger Things does. <laughs> well, and uh, another show that I'm going to be covering on another podcast, Bus and Blockbusters, uh, the Lord of the Rings, uh, Rings of Power. I mean, uh, for their first season, they spent, and granted 250 million of it was for lifetime rights to some of Tolkien's works. Right, right. right. So, but you still X that out and you've still got what, uh, over 200 million dollars worth of a season for the production alone yeah. you know yeah and i don't know how much money of the of the house of the dragon budget is is going to pay the rights for george i'm sure that that was a deal that was struck with hbo a long time before ago. Yeah. yeah 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 so you know the uh, they the hbo is probably getting off cheap there so but maybe <laughs> you know um i can't say that i i think the lord of the rings trailer uh, this last one looked pretty good, um, but we'll we'll I'm still holding judgment because yeah, 
there's certain things that they can't do. And, and, you know, and it's not like Tolkien wrote that much about the second age anyway. So we'll, we'll see where they go with it, but I'm, I'm excited about it. I am much more excited about this particular show simply because, you know, this is the world that we've lived in. It's the world that brought me and my podcasting family together, like Stephanie and Holly, happy name day, Holly. And, and Kelly, who we Kelly, love, and Susan, Bubba. who we love, and John, who we love, and Axel, who we love, and Bubba, who we love, and Catfish, who we kind of love. And, <laughs> you know, it, it feels like, you know, I've made a, a an actual kind of home away from home talking with you people about one particular franchise, and this is the right. one. So it's good to be getting into a new one and hopefully not having to bludgeon it to death right out of the box <laughs> we, we will see i suppose but uh any other thoughts before we break into this trailer and start breaking it down no let's do it okay well now i don't know if everybody got this or not but i saw this i actually saw the the trailer first on twitter and that's where i got my uh my screenshots from that you will see on youtube and the way it started out was it actually felt like there was it was a little bit of the trailer taken out and put in the front where it says war is afoot. And mm-hmm. uh, and then it, it was like it broke into the regular trailer. But during that little segment, I'm going to go ahead and put all of these up on the YouTube and everything. Uh, you see some dragons circling. Uh, you then see Otto Hightower and some of his gang. And I think this is the, the same thing that we've seen in other trailers where they're kind of meeting face to face with uh, with Damon, with yes. Matt Smith's character. That's what uh, it looks like. Now we get to see what happens after that happens. It looks mm-hmm. like uh, that Damon just unre- unleashes some dragons on this guy for whatever reason. Uh, we then see Matt da- or Matt Damon. We that's what I should call him. I should just call him Matt Damon from now on. Uh, but we we see Damon. Then uh, he's looking rather stern as the foot is said, and then. Uh, I believe it's also Damon Targaryen who is in that cave uh, where there's a bunch of fire with the dragon probably blowing that. Um, A shot of, uh, is that, I don't, that doesn't seem like a gold cloak. Is that a Kingsguard or a gold cloak that's trying to take care of that uh, pedestrian there uh, doing the mortality thing? It looks like he has a white cape, so maybe a Kingsguard as well. Yeah. Maybe. And then finally, a little shot of a dragon, uh, which we'll get plenty of those in this season, uh, we hope, anyway. That last shot is very cool. I like like the vignette over it. or I, It just it looks really cool. I agree. I think that it looks really cool. But then everything goes to black, and we start all over again. <laughs> <laughs> and this time around, uh, we have uh, Rhaenyra just walking towards the Iron Throne. We may have seen parts of this scene before. Although we've seen different angles, like a wide shot of her approaching the throne and what have you. Yes. But this time she actually is almost like she's just entering at the back end of the room and she's walking towards the throne. Um, and we're told, of course, uh, that it's an HBO original series. Uh, of course, it's an HBO original Thanks. series. <laughs> Uh, and we start to hear a voice. And this time, we I think it's Viserys's voice, King Viserys, who's yes. the current ruler of Westeros before all of the shindig goes down and he says the dream it was clearer than a memory and as he's continuing to say that you see this kind of fuzzy shot 
of him. It does clear up a little bit better than my screenshot will show, but not much. It's almost kind of like it is a fuzzy dream. Yeah. Uh, when you see Viserys there and I can't tell where he's at. Is he seated at the painted table? Is he seat? It doesn't seem like he's in the throne room. He's no, that throne room seems, or I said the room that he's in seems warmly glowing from maybe a fire and stuff. And the throne room is not warm. <laughs> exactly. I would agree with that. Uh, and then, uh, we see this uh, horseman traveling through the woods who I can't figure out who it is that he was too far away. Um, but then he says, uh, Viserys is continuing um, the, in the dream. He said, and I heard the sound of thundering hooves. And that makes it sound, of course, uh, like the horse running through the woods. Yes. Uh, and uh, we also hear or, or start to see shots of, it looks like either some kind of spar or battle. It may be a, a what do they call those contests? Not a joust, but like a, a tournament. Melee. Well, it is. Yeah, it tournament. is like a yeah, a joust. A, well, they call them you know tourneys, but yes, right. Okay, so a tournament, and uh, there's one dude who's swinging a cape or swinging his shield, and it's some kind of chained thing. Uh, there's another guy that's got a Targaryen logo on his. Yes. So uh, our friend Kelly, or was it you, Stephanie? I don't know which one pointed out. That, that is this... our excellent researcher, Kelly. <laughs> All right. Well, Kelly, the siren from of A Song of Ice and Fire from the West has submitted uh, in this next shot of them battling. You can see both shields. And obviously we have the Targaryen one here on the right. And the one on the left with the spots uh, that reminds me of the measles, uh, but it's <laughs> 10 black pellets on scarlet. And this is the Stormlands uh, version of the coal. So we believe this is Kristen Cole, which makes it like even more likely to be some kind of tourney, not an actual battle. And right. not at this point in the story, I would believe. I guess as that continues, we then hear uh, Viserys uh, continuing to do his Freudian thing and talk about his dreams. He's yes. saying splintering shields and ringing swords. Uh, and the two continue to battle for a, a little bit through all of that. Um, anything else on the battle? Did you notice anything about this little this little joust or melee or whatever it is? I Well, now, you know, the first couple shots, it seems like it was like a joust or something more formal. But these other ones kind of looks like they're in a field and i'm not i'm not sure i don't know if it like it's if it's a formal tourney or if they're really getting into it just attacking each other in the streets like uh jamie did <laughs> with oh, ned. Okay, ned, yeah exactly yeah could very well be um i i know that if that is if that targaryen is damon uh he don't mess around no so, it could uh, be him. <laughs> Kristen Cole uh, better keep his guard up as best he can if it, if it is Damon. Uh, likewise, whoever it is uh, better keep their guard up with Kristen Cole because he's pretty uh, vicious himself. Yes. If I recall. Uh, moving on, uh, we then have a sword being taken out of a, is it taken out of a body, I think. Uh, mm -hmm. And I believe that is uh, Rhaenyra in the back in the uh in the kind of the background as this yeah. being taken out of the body yeah the saying splintering shields and ringing swords is continuing um 
And then uh, a shot kind of goes down Viserys arm to his hand. And he says, and I placed my heir upon the Iron Throne. So all of this was a dream. And there's a lot of yeah. symbolism in dreams and whatever. Uh, prophetic in any way, do you feel? Yes, I, that is exactly where I was going to go. I was going to say, you know, dreams have always been thought to be prophetic, even back in ancient Greece. And definitely we've seen that also in uh, Game of Thrones, A Song of Ice and Fire, that show in the books. You know, Danny always has dreams and, you know, she uh, she's also Targaryen. So um, I think that is a nice uh, thread to weave in here that he has this dream. And I think it is prophetic. And maybe he doesn't know who the heir that he's placing on the throne is. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just uh, it's a it's a, a one of those foggy faces that he's just yes. placing his heir on the throne. Uh, and we'll see, uh, or we, as we have seen in other trailers, he's going to try and put his daughter on the throne. And we, we hear some conflict about that uh, in this trailer. Um, we heard it from Rainey's, who is married to the sea snake, Corlys Valerian, in the last trailer. And she continues to have some doubts about that actually happening for Rhaenyra's. Rhaenyra. Yes. <laughs> I'm um, going to get all of these all of these R names mixed up as we go along, just as I did. Is the daughter, um, uh -huh. so she's important, and then, well, I think you know they're all important, but she's she's definitely important, right? And Rainey's is the one who has the nickname the Queen who never was. Yes. Um. So, uh, just by having that nickname, you can bet that she's going to be skeptical about any woman uh, being able to ascend to the throne. Right. right? So. Um, the next shot, um, and all the dragons roared as one, Viserys continues, and we see this shot of a dragon soaring over King's Landing. Uh, it appears to be flying uh, by this uh, rather large building, which we know is not the Sept of Baelor. No. Um, it's sitting on a hill. Um, could this be the dragon pit? When we saw it in Game of Thrones, naturally, the dragon pit is something that uh, had already been destroyed, uh, presumably yes. by this story. So Presumably by this story, kind of reminiscent. I saw someone describe it like the Colosseum in Rome, kind of the ruins are still there. It's still huge, but what used to go on there is not, it's not happening now. Yeah. Well, in game in our Game of Thrones that we've already seen. Yeah. This is um, like the heyday of the dragon pit, it looks like. <laughs> Yes, it does look like the heyday of the dragons, and it wasn't long after this uh, that we'll end up losing a lot of dragons, which is what makes the birth of Daenerys' dragons so special um, yes. in the series proper. So this uh, shot, I, I think, is a beautiful shot. I love the way that it looks. I, I, I think that um, there's, there's, there's enough similarity in the structure of the buildings that mm -hmm. it kind of looks, and I don't want to bring up a sore point for anybody here, but it, it it is very reminiscent to me of the shots of when Daenerys in the Bells episode was flying overhead and, you know, unfortunately taking things down. Um, but, I mean, the structure of the buildings and everything, and I realize that there's lots of time. It's like 200 years or close yes. to 200 years. It's still, it, no, time, I... But, I agree, though. I, I was still on the same thinking as you. I was like, that looks like when Danny was flying over and decided to go off. And right. Yeah. 
Exactly. Um, I have, I, I'm going to be perfectly honest. We've seen other, we've seen other shots of dragons flying through the air and it appears that this one has a rider on it as well from what i can tell but i can never tell which dragon it is I, some of the dragons got a little more distinctive in this trailer but i have no idea which dragon that is do you have any idea which dragon that might be i i don't i don't have the best eyes and i am also we get great descriptions in the book about what colors they are and how they shine and different different they're different characteristics in their size um like you said it is a little harder to tell especially in the trailer maybe when we get to the show we'll be able to see who's who <laughs> right yeah maybe if we see the person actually get on it then we'll know which dragon it is simply yes. by the person that is getting on it with a couple of exceptions where sometimes people get on dragons that they're not supposed to but that's a whole different story which we'll <laughs> save that uh, we won't spoil you there at any rate, this feels uh, very like the money that they did spend, even though, as you noted, they didn't spend as much as some other shows. Yeah, uh, it feels very well spent so far. Of course, it's just a little two minute trailer. <laughs> so right. we'll have to see how well that it spreads out over a course of a whole episode. Uh, any other thoughts about that before we move on? Then yeah, let's go. All right. Well, then we're back. I guess I'm thinking this is king's landing um it's a time when dragons are still very revered there's a statue there yeah um, the other thing that's cool is i like the 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 way the coaches look um the, the that one that passes in the foreground um looks pretty darn sophisticated those, it does. those look pretty uh tough um it looks like it's almost fortified could this be a royal carriage of some kind i would i would suspect that i would not think that other people who even have carriages or coaches would have covered like you said fortified they look pretty protected when they're in there yeah yeah, yeah. i don't or, i don't or whatever that... valuables are in there are you know maybe it's a bank wagon <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe it's headed off maybe it's headed off to the reach uh, and we know king's landing isn't the best where everybody's rich so i would highly doubt that other people would be driving around in coaches if they weren't True. royalty or maybe the the hand of the king or something very, very rich or whatever yeah oh it could be it could be uh an old town kind of thing it could mm -hmm. very well be it could be a high tower kind of thing i didn't think about that that's pretty cool um then we have somebody who's uh placing what is that on okay so i was thinking a dragon egg but that's very small even when we saw danny's dragon eggs in the first episode those were mm -hmm. bigger Honestly, like, it looks like a crystal that I have, <laughs> like a, a crystal, like a rock. That's what it looks like to me. So maybe it's, you know, uh, a Westerosi uh, version of crystals. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, just decoratory kind of thing, I guess, maybe. But uh, and then somebody's placing this into uh, its proper place, I suppose. And they're being kind of loud about it. But I wonder if that is um, Rhaenyra who we see in the next shot, the, the, uh, the, I guess it's a small council meeting. It looks like and, it. And it looks like that's Rhaenyra on the right. Um, maybe she's, uh, kind of being the cup holder the same way that Arya was for Tywin, um, serving her father so that she can learn about the realm all the time that this is happening. Uh, Otto Hightower is, uh, 
trying to urge Viserys to name an heir. He says, I consider the matter urgent that of your succession. Um, and we do see Otto Hightower then actually uh, concluding that thought is the next shot of him. And, uh, you know, nothing like peer pressure, man. And, if well, I'm and also about like, hey, what's going to happen when you're going to die? Let's let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it is good to have a plan. Uh, but I, I'm kind of thinking, you know, if I'm Viserys, I'm like, well, man, yeah, way to bring me down. I came in. I was I had a dream of placing my heir on the throne. And now you're you're telling me that I'm going to die tomorrow or something. I don't know. Well, there was big, you know, in real history in England, especially with King Henry VIII, he changed his heirs a bunch of times. And then Queen Elizabeth, who came after him, said, well, you know, I'm not going to have any. So that was also maybe, you know, we're just learning from real history like George likes to do. (laughs) Well, George does take a lot from real history. There is no doubt about that. Um, The debate continues on and. uh, we get a really neat shot of uh, who else would have a claim is what is, is spoken about who would be the heir. Yes. And uh, this was a wonderful shot of where is this? What is this? I don't know. I'm try- it, it looks like on the right, it looks like there's like a almost like a tube that they're coming out. Like when people come out of football stadiums, like, yeah, I'm like see- what is this? I was wondering if that like a was stadium. a dragon pit entrance or something like that, but it, but why would you have stands around on the outside that wouldn't make much sense or a place where they're having attorney because lo and behold, you do have Damon Targaryen in the next shot who is uh, holding a lance, a lance. Yes. Uh, a tool for a joust. And uh, he's got his red maned, uh, helmet on with its dragon wings yeah uh, and uh, he's looking really tough he looks like he's gonna w- go win attorney is mm-hmm. what he looks like to me he's... i like that smith yeah <laughs> now the question is um the firstborn child is what is spoken next uh and we see Dene- uh pardon me no she looks rhaenyra's she like- face we see rhaenyra's face the younger version of rhaenyra remember Rhaenyra is going to be portrayed kind of in her earlier years and then in her uh, more adult years. Yes. Um, but the younger Rhaenyra is shown. She's got this beautiful. I, I just love the costumes on these things. It, it's great. It, they're beautiful. Yeah. And we have and, her, her Targaryen hair. So we know who she is. <laughs> yeah. She's got her Targaryen hair. She's got this lovely high collar on it. And it, it's just an absolutely beautiful looking dress. And I'm wondering, is she observed just because of the way the scenes are shot or cut back and forth or right behind each other? Are her and Damon exchanging looks in this moment or is she just looking on? I think she's just looking on. Okay, darn. (laughs) He has his helmet on. He looks, uh, I think he's busy. (laughs) Right. So uh, the conversation continues unless you have any other thoughts about those. No, I, but I agree. The costume is very beautiful. Yeah. And so we continue on and the conversation is continuing on. And uh, somebody asks Rhaenyra, no queen has ever sat the iron throne. As we hear those words, we're seeing a shot of, I believe it's Rhaenyra. Well, we see them a long way off yes. uh, walking along the beach. And then we see them, uh, from the front uh, up more closely. And uh, that is uh, Corlys 
Valerian, Valerian's Valerian, yeah, yeah. Uh, son, is his name Lenore? Okay, his son, it is Lenore, L A E N O R, Lenore. Lenore, okay, and he's played by played by John McMillan. All right, way to go, John. Uh, way to score yourself a role, um, being the consort of a future queen. That is yeah. pretty cool, dude. The next shot, then we get as the conversation continues, the king has an heir, Damon Targaryen. We see Damon. If you folks didn't know, Damon will be shown as a person who kind of founded the gold cloaks, which is kind of like Can King's Landing police in a lot of ways. If you remember, yes. uh, Bronn was made the captain of the gold cloaks uh, by Tyrion back in season two of Game of Thrones. Um, this is the same troop, except they look a little bit more together under Damon's uh, rule than they did under under uh, Bronze. Bronze didn't do uh, a great job of organization. Um, Bronze had a lot of skills. Organization maybe wasn't one of them. <laughs> yeah, organization was not one of his skills. But I love the look of these gold cloak uniforms as well. The uh, again, this the thing that's being spoken is the king has an heir. Damon Targaryen. So he naturally assumes the role as the heir because, uh, hey, we're in Westeros where women don't get a say in anything, much right. like in the United States today. Well, I did. Did yeah. I say that? Oh, did I say that? Uh, the, the king has an heir, says Corlys Valerian. Valerian. I, I got, see, I'm going to do this, Stephanie. This is how I'm going to do the Valerian, Valerian, Valerian pronunciation. <laughs> I'm going to think, okay, Corlys. Valarian is a sea snake. That means he's kind of like a pirate, which makes yeah. him go R. So I say Valarian. <laughs> Except I can never remember to do that. Um, by the way, this guy looks really great too. Um, he does. I've, he does. I mean, I love uh that hair on him. It's just fabulous. Yeah. It looks great. And he um, looks serious. Like he he's not messing. <laughs> yeah, he he's somebody you don't want to mess with either. Uh, you can just tell by the, the looks on his face. And then you have Damon again, Matt Smith, uh, as after the king has an heir, Damon Targaryen, we see him again. Um, and we hear Viserys say, I will not be made to choose between my brother and my daughter. Well, sir, you should be made to choose well, one way or the other, be right or wrong. You should be made to choose because otherwise you're going to leave behind a whole mess, sir. Um, that's what I have to say to sir, that. that is the of the show <laughs> that, is, that is kind of the the point of this show is to show how one bad decision huh, leads to billions of them at, at any yes. rate uh a shot of a sarah saying that i will not be made to choose between my brother and my daughter and then you have all of these gold cloaks who are kind of pledging their fealty this dude is not to be messed with because he's got people on his side too what the yeah, heck? He, he basically has his own like little military order, also a dragon. So, <laughs> yes, also a dragon. I, I'm I'm like the fact that they were, you know, trying to build tension, trying to tell you a little bit about what's going on. It shouldn't be anything that uh, would be surprising to somebody who knows Westeros at all, even if only through the prior TV show uh, right. that women have no rights here. But, you yes. know, so we now get into some other characters here on the uh, other side of it. We see, I suppose that's Rhaenyra on the left uh, at this table. 
And I can pretty much tell that that's uh, Graham McTavish, the actor. Uh, who does he play? Uh, he's one of the Kingsguard, I believe. He I is. Uh, you might know Graham McTavish, other friends from Outlander. He is. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He is very good in Outlander. He plays Sir Harold Westerling here. That is his character's name. And uh, it looks like somebody's coming up to either pledge fealty or to just look longingly at Rhaenyra. Yeah. Uh, and that would be none other than Christian Cole. And okay. That is uh, Sir Christian Cole, who is played by Fabian Frankel. Um, and oh, my gosh, is he a sight to see? He looks like a Fabian. <laughs> yeah, he's got the Fabian. He's got the Fabian look. Yes. Um, he is absolutely gorgeous. Um, it's no wonder that all of the women in Westeros are falling all over themselves for a man who can't, um, who, according to his oath, cannot do anything. Ha, nope. ha, 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 ha. Uh, not like we've seen oaths be broken in Westeros before. He's very dreamy, but. Yes. Yeah. Very dreamy. We don't, we don't know much about him yet. <laughs> we don't know much about him yet. Uh, I have no idea how they'll treat her character in the TV show, but I'm hoping that it's fairly true to her character in the books uh, is Rainey's. And she is talking her husband up. Uh, she must have overheard that in the small council, he called Damon the, uh, the rightful heir. And uh, she's, uh, she's, she's schooling her man, Corlys Valarian, uh, saying that Rhaenyra's secession will be challenged. Um, yes. knives will come out and that kind of thing. Uh, but she's got a look in her eye, looking up at him, like, you better listen to me. Mm -hmm. that's, that's what I'm seeing. That's uh, what, it, definitely. Definitely. Uh, it's cool to see, um, even though they're not given actual power in a lot of ways in Westeros, it's, it's cool that George, both George and it appears these showrunners uh, are going to really take the spirit of George's work and, and, and give all of these strong female characters influence, if not yes, actual yes. power. So I'm very excited. We about love, that. we love to see that. That's yeah. We need right. that. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Rainey's continues. I probably to scold Corley's, but, uh, we're starting to see other shots as she says, knives will come out. Um, looks like a king's guard as a knife right in the center of a chest yes. of a is that Damon that he's poking the chest yeah well is it Damon who's getting poked in the chest I don't I'm, I'm zooming in I'm trying to see it it could be yeah the point of view from the other side that's Graham McTavish that's Sir Harold Westerling pointing that sword right at the chest of I believe that this is Damon. Um, I wouldn't have in the last trailer shot, but I've seen enough shots of, of Matt Smith with the short haired Damon look to yeah. wonder if this isn't supposed to be him. Uh, and Viserys is standing at his throne and he's looking, I don't know, kind of half disgusted concerned. Yes. I, I'm not sure um, which, you know, Damon's not always a good guy. So maybe yeah. Damon's done something to kind of, you know, make make his his brother mad, his, make his brother mad. Exactly. We'll have to see what that pans out to be. Now, the next shot, uh, as we start to hear, you are the king. 
Uh, this comes from the voice of, I believe it is Allison Hightower. And I believe that that is the younger version of Allison Hightower, though I can't really tell because um, the, the screen was kind of lit up. Uh, I think it is too, because I thought the same thing. Um, okay. Thank yes. goodness. I'm not completely <laughs> blind. Uh, so we've got Allison Hightower, the younger Allison Hightower, and followed immediately by the uh, older version of Allison Hightower, who is played by Olivia Cook. Yes. And uh, she is an extraordinary actress. So I'm looking forward to what she does with this role. I'm excited about the character. And yes, definitely. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm dedicating a whole segment all season long uh, called Allison or Guilty. Because I believe you have to <laughs> you have to look at things from Allison's point of view to understand some of the things that she does. Yes. Um, so uh, we will be exploring uh, why Allison is right a lot in this podcast. It's not quite to the Joffrey of podcast level, but <laughs> we're, we're going to try. We're going to try and get there. You Uh, but with this older shot, uh, we see her, and I believe that we saw this shot also in a previous teaser uh, where she was actually talking to her father, Otto Hightower, who we've seen yes. in this trailer as well, who is the Hand of the King. And he was trying to convince her that she needed to take more more of an active role with Viserys to, to basically um, to get the family in there, to get the family yeah, yeah. in there. Um, so that looks like it may be from the same uh, the same part of the trailer that we'd seen before uh, but this time it's a uh, it's her voice that we're hearing in the next shot um that i believe is also older allison um coming to viserys and we hear again the words are your duty is to take a new wife, a new wife. any other thoughts about allison before we move on because there's a whole bunch of allison stuff in here no i i like her though i'm excited for her <laughs> all right now, why is it that you like Allison so much? Well, you know, um, like you said, she is right about a lot of things. Um, she's smart. She, she, she's, uh, so she grew up like kind of royalty, not quite, but adjacent. Mm -hmm. um, she's supposed to be the most beautiful um, woman. I don't know if it was Seven Kingdoms then, but in the Seven Kingdoms, which they also said about Cersei. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm excited to see what she does. She's the first woman we've seen that's not a Targaryen in this trailer. So that's true. I think, I think she's interesting. I still think that Kristen Cole is probably the most beautiful specimen <laughs> of all of Westeros myself. Moving on, we've got to Viserys. Uh, who looks like he's uh, talking to Damon. And now it's a very yes. long-haired, straight-haired Damon uh, who looks like an elf in a lot of ways. Um, he's kind of legless looking. When he does. <laughs> and he uh, basically Viserys is saying, look, I decided to name a new heir. And, uh, and uh, Legolas here uh, turns around and says, but wait, I'm your heir. And uh, that didn't go over too well. Just from all of the different shots of Matt Smith, of, of Damon Targaryen, it looks like we're going through several different time periods here, um, to me. Because it, it, it definitely, well, yes, yeah, judging by the hair and the, we have younger um, Rhaenyra, we have a little 
I don't know if we've seen an older Rhaenyra, but definitely with our Alison Tower, we've seen different versions of her. So there's a little face off. There's a quick shot in there of, I believe, the Red Keep, um, but it looks like it's kind of a smoky, foggy day. I'm not exactly yes. sure why, um, but it, it looks it makes the Red Keep seem even more ominous to me it than already it is. did. Yeah, it's like uh, it's the it's that whole uh, just I don't know. Um, I don't want to hearken this to the Mad King days of any way, but or to several other uh, very strangely oriented Targaryens in the past of the reigns uh, of Westeros. But it just makes it all seem like a creepy Dracula castle. And I don't like to think of Viserys that way, uh, to be perfectly honest. I think that he's just kind of dumb yeah but uh anyway uh folks tweet at the litter b the number four of the dragon pod on twitter let us know what you think uh the the shot is is, is it just a rainy day maybe it's just a rainy day um that happens in westeros every once in a while the weather comes off the bay blackwater bay uh, sometimes it rains blood as well <laughs> and fire uh anyway uh, the next shot then is, uh, whoa, wait a minute. We're back to war is afoot, uh, yes. which we had at the beginning of the trailer. Uh, this time we see Damon, he's holding out a sword. This is a shot from a previous trailer as well, um, where him and Otto Hightower and Otto, I mean, Otto Hightower brought a whole gang of, of I don't know, septons and, and maesters and, and army with him. And they're meeting on a bridge. Um, Patman23, our good friend. Well, your yeah. good friend, Stephanie. He's yeah. my nemesis. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he pointed out to me that he thinks that this is all occurring at Dragonstone. He says that this oh. kind of uh, hall, uh, these kind of long walkways and everything remind him a lot of the shots that we saw of like Daenerys and John walking down in season yeah. seven. Um, and I can agree with that. I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call him a bold faced liar. <laughs> you bold faced liar. Never. <laughs> not Pat. Yeah. Anyway, so they're facing off. Uh there's a far shot, wide shot there of them in uh on the pathway. And then another sh a new shot uh that we hadn't gotten before in the trailer, but it's obviously from the same scene of Otto Hightower looking rather disheveled there. Yes. Um, I wonder because we saw that earlier shot of the dragon flying. Uh, right by them uh, I think they're that's also from the same shot I wonder if that's now happened and maybe uh, maybe uh, Damon's dragon just kind of uh, gave him gave Otto Hightower a little bit of a you know <laughs> possible uh, hairdo a new hairdo a blow dry uh, because he 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 doesn't look uh, he doesn't look nearly as kept together as he does when he's hanging around the uh, Iron Throne you know, enough war and strife. Let's talk about love and let's talk <laughs> about uh, let's talk about sexiness because we have the epitome of it here in this next section of the trailer where we have uh, Kristen Cole and it appears uh, young Rhaenyra having a conversation and uh, Rhaenyra is asking Kristen Cole, do you think the realm will ever accept me as their queen? And Kristen Cole is doing his duty and he's paying diligently attention. He's paying attention quite diligently to her 
because, you know, she could have his head cut off for no particular reason if she wanted to. If she wanted to. <laughs> if she wanted to. But by the look in her eyes, I am thinking that cutting his head off is the furthest thing from her mind right now. <laughs> um, you getting any heat vibes off of this? Um, I mean, I don't... I Maybe. <laughs> I don't think she wants to cut his head off, but I don't also think I think she's pondering. <laughs> and ah, also he's okay. pretty. He's pretty just, to look at. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, then she is taking in the scenery then. She's merely taking in the scenery uh, and asking a question that he can't possibly answer wrong because she would cut his head off if he did. Um, he has to say, you will convince them that you will be a marvelous queen is what yes. I would say. Um, I would probably end up with my head rolling in the floor simply because I do not look like Christian Cole. I do not look like <laughs> Fabian Frankel. Um, this guy, oh my goodness, he is gorgeous. And uh, then we have, uh, we see uh, Rhaenyra uh, in yes. the throne room. and Looking very regal. <laughs> looking very regal, very ceremonial. Uh, and uh, she looks like she's... Uh, uh, turned, she's standing in front of the Iron Throne. Uh, Viserys is behind her. It's almost like he is perhaps presenting her yeah. as his heir. Um, That's because what I was you don't thinking. get dressed up for that, you know, just to go to Sunday school. Sorry, no, uh, or just to hang out in the cold throne room. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, well, of course, maybe the cloak is for uh, warmth, for the cold. <laughs> uh, but oh my goodness, that is just beautiful. Uh, yes, and. What do you think, because I haven't got really got to talk to too many people about this, what do you think about the fact that they've added all the additional swords sticking out from the throne? I um, think it's really cool, because I think that's how it was supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, they've probably dulled over time, but, you know, the throne's not supposed to be a comfortable uh, lazy boy recliner. It's supposed to be prickly and hurt, so you don't get too comfortable <laughs> sitting I mean, on it. Yeah, and just the pathway to get there now is strewn with these things. I mean, you can yeah. cut yourself before you get even within 10 yards it, of the darn thing. It looks pretty cool, though. It does look cool. Uh, another shot of Rhaenyra here. Um, as uh, we hear, as she's standing in front of the throne, uh, we hear somebody say, a woman would not inherit the Iron Throne. And we hear then, because that is the order of things, and we have Rhaenyra looking down. Uh, it's, it's a beautiful location. I guess that's in King's Landing. I'm not sure exactly where that's supposed to be. Well, it, no. It, what do you I think? I mean, I guess I think it would have to be it, but it also um, reminds me maybe like of High Garden, but I don't know why she would be there. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know why both of them would happen to be there at the same time. Could it possibly be Driftmark? I thought Driftmark was a little more barren than that, though. Yeah, that looks, I mean, maybe back then it was nicer. <laughs> yeah. At any rate, Rhaenyra's is looking down at uh, Rainey's. I'm going to get these. Rhaenyra is looking down at Rainey's. There, yes. there, there it is. And uh, uh, it is Rainey's who is saying this stuff. She says, because that is the order of things. Um, because she should know, as I said, there's a story out there uh, that uh, she is called the queen who never was. Uh, we then see it shift to the older version of Rhaenyra. Yes. And uh, this is really our first look at her in this particular trailer. This is yes. Emma, Emma Darcy. 
uh, is the actress's name. Uh, she has this very uh, interesting look about her to me. She's one of these people who uh, can really look fierce and yet Definitely. seem soft at the same time. If, if she like the kind of person who could really be fierce, but can also be very caring. Yes, she does so, look fierce there. She yeah. has a look. Yeah, she's got a look on her right there where it's not uh, not that great of, of uh, an idea to be on the receiving end of that look at all. And she says, when I am queen, I will create a new order. Uh, yes, queen. And then we get a shot of dragon flying and some destruction going on and or the aftermath of probably some dragon destruction yes hearing your family has dragons well we know it's not a targaryen that's saying that if if it's a they say your if family they're saying your yeah. um but uh, what we're seeing is this is what happens uh when you have inbred people uh holding all of the keys to the nuclear weapons this is exactly what happens just that red button shouldn't give access. <laughs> yeah, pass the football along to somebody who, who can do it better. That's what I say. Um, and as that is, your family has dragons, we see that shot of destruction. We see uh, it looks like Damon. Um, he looks like he's a little Frost. under stress. Is he battling yeah. somebody yet again? Is all Matt Smith going to do is be hooked up to wires? and fight all all season is this what uh, matt damon signed up for um, i think so yes um multiple wig links and uh the the uh the wires so that he can go flying in different places um pretty darn good fighter though he seems to be holding his own with this guy even though he looks a little worried in yeah. one shot uh the next set of shots um there's a power man should never have trifled with and I'm assuming that they are talking about the dragons. Once again, the dragons are bad. We have a dragon egg. Um, is it being incubated? Is that what's happening there? Are they put it in like kind it. of like a little incubator in order to yeah, get it to grow. Uh, one thing that you listeners should know uh, that I don't think is any kind of spoiler, especially since you're seeing it done here, is that Anytime a new Targaryen baby was expected to come, um, they'd start grooming dragon eggs for it so that there would be sometimes simultaneous births, sometimes births right after each other so that a dragon and a baby could bond, I yes. believe, right? That was kind of the tradition? Yes. Um, and who doesn't want a baby dragon around a human baby? Seems it, I perfectly. Mean, <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Really, I mean, it's just it's something that should always happen. On the other hand, normally you get uh, at least with the Targaryen family. Um, well, we're you know the uh, the victor writes the history, right? So we You're right we don't know exactly other than what uh, a certain uh, uh, maester is writing in the Fire and Blood book exactly what's going on with all the babies and the dragons. But what we can see is that if you put them together at a very young age. Sometimes, even though one is the size of a house and the other one is only <laughs> the size of a doctor, uh, you get a very close relationship where the, the, the house will nuzzle up against the Targaryen 
and and uh a little bit of a pet under her chin it'll just make him go all wanky yeah it's, he it's was like a, a kitty cat puppies yeah <laughs> puppies and kitties puppies and kitties the relationship is astounding uh that these two seem to have uh, that is damon right it, it, definitely that's what it looks like to me uh the next shot is somebody looking up is is that i believe that's rhaenyra i think it is too um who is looking up kind of in a worried way um very it's dark. not rhaenyra it's very hard to see um there's a, the darker side of a dragon is coming down and grabbing who is that somebody i don't know it might be your boyfriend oh yeah yeah don't 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 mess with if somebody's maybe it's just somebody who's messed with the the uh supply of goats and and food and uh, and everything else um then we see the children I, are for no I, no goats to have the children <laughs> and then we have uh uh another shot of that uh, cave that we got at the beginning uh with dragon fire coming out of there and i yes. believe that's damon standing there but i won't i'm not gonna place any bets ladies and gentlemen uh i do not bet on those kinds of things ever uh prop bets are no good for you anyway the uh the next shot is it looks like uh Rhaenyra and Alicent in the throne room. Yes. If Rhaenyra comes into power, right there, it looks more like Alicent's into more of a position of power. She's standing higher up than Rhaenyra is. And closer to the throne, yes. And closer to the throne, exactly. And then uh, more focus on Alicent. Again, this is uh, the older Alicent who is saying she can cut off any challenge to her succession. Um, not sure who she's talking to there. Um, well, and wouldn't the men cut off any challenge to their succession? Like, excuse me. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, what chance do they have to succession anyway because of men? Right. Uh, as that is as that is being spoken, we also see the gold cloaks flowing out into the streets uh, to dispense their their justice uh defund defund the gold cloaks defund the yeah. gold cloaks folks defund the gold cloaks what good um, have they ever done yeah. not much a rather not blurry much. picture there screenshot of uh damon and that was only because when i took that screenshot he was in the middle of turning uh to go <laughs> lead his gold cloaks to doing um you know defund the gold, the gold cloaks defund the gold cloaks gold cloaks i can't speak why even try to say it if you can't even say it uh <laughs> then a dragon flying through the air uh another blurry shot because it moved very fast and i'm not very fast with my screenshotting it was and, very yeah uh that is a pretty fierce looking dragon in itself then we have rhaenyra again i am to inherit the iron throne uh and we see a very pretty crown it was, very pretty is that crown. a crown pretty that was made up. for her specifically i wonder could go either way <laughs> could go either i think way. a man or a woman could wear that okay um well it's it's very very pretty um and then um then we have older rhaenyra uh talking to damon uh saying she will block my way i'm assuming she's talking about alicent because the very yes. next shot is of alicent who's looking rather i don't know kind of concerned or so, yeah 
like oh plotting or or something i don't know what she's doing there um you know she may be concerned for her life at that point um but i don't believe so in the first two episodes and i believe that these shots are only coming from the first two episodes uh, maybe maybe episode four as well maybe maybe um then we have a gentleman with an eye patch dun 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 who is this he's being assaulted by someone someone uh i don't think that's Kristen cole it doesn't look like Kristen cole to me uh because i would know Kristen cole you would know <laughs> uh and then we have uh more going on in a different place or no i guess that is the same guy it's just the, he's holding up some kind of shield or something and yeah and it looks like on. something's breaking on it yeah are people throwing things at this guy i don't know uh, maybe because, that you think that guy was throwing something at him maybe that is what was happening there because i i'm not watching the the, the scenery move i'm just looking at these screenshots now yes um then we have um our hearts remain as one and this is younger allison and younger rhaenyra yeah um looks like they're at somewhere maybe perhaps praying together it looks it looks like praying there's a lot of candles it's very glowy and warm again mm -hmm. uh but allison is folding her hands in a prayer-like fashion yeah so that that may be where it was um and then we it's almost kind of like well this is the way we were at one point this is the way we are now um they couldn't be more hateful of towards each other it feels like or at least trying to ignore each other as they're seated at a banquet table with a few candles as well uh, and they're very now, far apart yeah and they're as far apart as they possibly can and remain and to remain in the shot uh from each other and they say uh then we see our hearts were never one and if I recall right, um, it is the younger Allison who says our hearts remain as one. And it is the older Rhaenyra who says our hearts were never one. Yes. Um, then we get uh, some sand or sea snake action here with uh, Corlys Villarin uh, leading a battle of some kind. There's lots some of kind. fire yeah. around. Uh, any idea what this battle is about? I don't. Seems like there's a lot of screaming and fire and fighting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot a lot of death is likely to follow around this scene uh, whenever it occurs. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, just because he looks really mean, like he's going, he needs to take somebody out. And I believe yeah. that once the sea snake decides he wants to take somebody out, somebody's getting taken out. Yeah. Have you ever imagined yourself as the next phrase that we hear this is uh, Rainey's, the queen who never was. It is her voice that uh, is saying this. Uh, and we see a shot of Allison, and then we see a shot of Rainey's actually uh, getting up to kind of whisper into yeah. Allison's ear on the Iron Throne. Um, and Allison, another shot of Allison looking very sad well, or yeah. caught or, you know, you got me. I don't know what that look is uh, because I'm a horrible judge of acting. Um, I just know whether the music makes me feel good or not or bad or sad or whatever. And I just assume that the actors did it to me too. The same dragon shot that was before of the dragon flying out uh, over the 
the little passageway that Otto Hightower and his buffoons are uh, standing at. Yes, um, they get taken. They get taken quite abruptly. They 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 are shocked. They wasn't expect. They didn't see that coming. I guess no. is what's going on there. Then this beautiful shot of this beautiful horse, not quite as beautiful as Kristen Cole, but it is a beautiful horse. Um, it's a beautiful it, white horse. Very yes, pretty. very pretty. And uh, it rears up and then goes back down. And when it goes back down, uh, the first thing that caught my eye was the sigil on the shield. Uh, that uh, this gentleman who obviously this is part of attorney. He's got a jousting lance right yes. there in his hand. Um, and so this is a stag on a yellow field, which indicates the Baratheons of the Stormlands. Um, this is the same line that Robert is from, which yes. may, may make you think that uh, I don't know if it's so great or not. But uh, do you have I know that there was specifically one Baratheon who interplayed in the whole story uh, of, of A Dance of Dragons, or at least up to a point he did. Um, Boros Baratheon is the one Boros. that I'm thinking of. Um, do you think this is just one of his henchmen, or do you think that we might actually see Boros Baratheon this first season? Well, if he's in a tourney, hmm, I, I don't think they'd, he'd let one of his henchmen have a Baratheon shield, would he? I, yeah, see, that's the thing. I don't know if you if you're uh, if you're fighting for the Starks, do you wear Stark shields or do you? That's true. Huh. Um, I mean, if you're specifically from Winterfell, as opposed to, you know, uh, you know, just a supporting Car Stark or something like that, you would still use your own banner then. But um, I don't know. I don't know how that works in tourneys. Um, me neither. I wish Rhaegar was still around to tell me. Uh, if if Rhaegar had only not done the terrible thing and made a Jon Snow, um, maybe <laughs> he, he'd still be ruling in Westeros and we'd know from him. Um, speaking of those who I feel like should be ruling Westeros, Corlys Velaryon and his whole family. Uh, they look so cool. <laughs> they do. They have they have excellent taste in clothes, excellent taste in hairstyles excellent taste in presentation and posture um the whole family so it's 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 corley's brother i believe on his left and then his son on his right kind of in the center there and of course rainies who is his wife uh which is the second from the most right and then their daughter whose name is lady lena valarian okay the next shot's not so pretty <laughs> you have this beautiful shot of these people going to dinner more or less or going to some kind of event um as a family and uh, i don't think that they're going to a place where everything is destroyed and people are looking downtrodden and possibly captive <laughs> on a beach somewhere or maybe yeah. they are maybe that's how they celebrate i'm not sure um but this shot is a little disturbing to me uh, how do I describe it? If you're on the YouTube, just subscribe to the YouTube. You'll see the shot. Uh, but it looks like people are working, uh, but it doesn't look like anything's together. It looks like things are burning. It looks like there's this one guy who just has given up on life and he's just kind yeah, of crouched like over in a corner. Yeah, he's over. Yeah. Maybe he's, it has actually given up on life. Maybe he's dead. I'm not sure. Um, but if there's any reason why anybody would feel that way, it might be because of the next shot 
where we get an aerial shot, not too unlike the loot train shot uh, yeah. from season seven, where one of the dragons is just doing a thing, uh, just blasting the ground. Uh, looks like there's a guy running on this and, and it's on a cliff. It's like, man, you can't climb to get away from these things. They fly, dude. What are you thinking? Don't try to get away by being high up. Go under something. That's what I would do. I would go under the rock, not on top of the rock where I'm, uh, you know, an easy target for this dragon. Who is well, just... and also you can't you can't outrun the dragon fire. You're not going to you're not going to beat that. <laughs> I don't think so. I think that you probably have very slim odds. I think you have a better chance of having a good death by just turning right and jumping off that cliff right away. That's yeah, what maybe. I think. Um, you know, it'd be quicker. It'll probably be less painful because you'll just be dead and it'll be yeah. over. Um, and then we have this next shot of a big fire going on here. And I can't tell who's standing in front of it. Uh, they're silhouetted figures. Is one of them Damon? I'm, I'm going to say the, the main one in the middle. I, that was my first thought. He's pretty yeah. tall. But, uh, and it looks like they're, they're burning just big piles of wood. I hope that there are no bodies in there. Um, but I can't tell who's with him. Is that Reina or is that someone else? Is that possibly that other mysterious character, Masaria? It's definitely a woman, I think. Yes, it's definitely, a, it's definitely a woman. Uh, but I just don't know which one. And I feel like that if, if, if Damon's standing in front of a fire, he ain't there just to socialize. So it must be somebody who's actually important to it. Yes. Um, the next shot is uh, a guy in a mask. Uh, who does? It's a little creepy when you first look at it. <laughs> huh? Yeah. It is pretty creepy when you first look at it. But um, actually, that mask is very intricate. Some it of the is. designs on it and everything. And I think it's supposed to represent a dragon. Uh, I think so. I think you're right. If you really, really zoom in. <laughs> yeah. If you really zoom in, uh, I think that it, it kind of has the scales of a dragon and what have you. Uh, the next one shot we have is a gold cloak. Once again, this looks like it is Damon. Once it again. does. And uh, he's he's all he's all gold cloak captained out um, facing off uh, against somebody. Somebody. For, for some reason which we can't do. There's another guy huddling back in the corner says, I don't want no part of this. Um, <laughs> they must just be gold cloaking again, defund the gold cloaks, defund yes. the gold cloaks because uh, they do not allow peaceful protests for women's rights. Uh, <laughs> so defund the gold cloaks. Uh, and, you know, because if we don't, uh, knives are going to come out. Um, and just as Rainey's said before, knives will come out. Uh, who's pulling the knife? It's Alicent. Yes. Alicent is pulling a knife and she's going after somebody. And then in the middle of it, there's a shot of this guy with an eye patch. This this eye patch guy that we saw earlier. The same. Yeah. Uh, who the heck is that? I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. Then we have uh, Alicent. She's still on her rampage. Uh, she's got the knife up to somebody. Oh, no. She's got the knife up to Rhaenyra, I believe, and says, where is duty? Uh, and then we see Damon uh, giving a gift to young Rhaenyra. Yes. And then we see uh, young Rhaenyra, it looks like, uh, getting her uh, 
self disrobed or re-robed after being disrobed. Uh, and we hear, where is sacrifice? Uh, and then we have... It's uh, a nice I, uh, dragon close-up of his face. Yeah, and he's see, smiling. He, there's <laughs> nothing like a smiling dragon to really make you worry. Because when they're <laughs> smiling, then you know that you're about to either become dinner or they're just happy to see you. And that could also go badly. Yes. Um, the next shot is Rhaenyra. That knife is getting close to her eye. What's she going to do? Um, Very close. Then an overhead shot of Rhaenyra and Allison struggling. Looks like Rhaenyra actually is able to hold off the knife. Yes. And uh, she uh, just says to Allison, now they see you as you are. Uh, what wow. does that mean? You cannot analyze and completely fall the things that you might do. I mean, I mean, what did she do? Yeah, she just uh, how did how does Rhaenyra know that the person behind see that there's somebody who is behind Rhaenyra? Yes. He's got a helmet on. He's yes. pulling his he's pulling his sword out. Maybe she is trying to defend Rhaenyra from that gentleman who could be an assailant. I don't think so. That was no. a girl's fight. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a girl's fight. Yeah. I think so. And just as disgusted as we all are by that fight. So is the final shot of a dragon's face. who's just looking out there and he's kind of saying, oh, are you people at it again? Yes. Um, and uh, then we get the logo and all of the information telling you, you uh, buy, buy HBO Max, buy subscribe, 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 August 21st, subscribe, 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 subscribe. So you get all of that in a single trailer. It took us how long? Uh, to talk about that probably about a, uh, an hour an and a hour half, and a half. <laughs> talk about three minutes tops of footage any other thoughts come to mind as i was rambling through that no I, i'm i'm still excited want to see what's happening looks like we have quality actors quality costumes we have we have hbo quality we don't got netflix money but we're there <laughs> Absolutely. Dedicated to George R.R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire book series. Ah, this upset me, guys. This really upset me. And the HBO Game of Thrones franchises. I'm quitting the show. No, stop trying to make me quit the show. <laughs> You're listening to Before the Dragon. Don't tell me what to do. Do, 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 do. I have to ask you, simply because uh, we're going to do punishments around here uh, if we get these things wrong. I have gone <laughs> that every single episode of House of the Dragon will be over 55 minutes. So I am sure to lose at least one, probably multiple times, where I will have to do silly punishments like, you know, um, I, I think one of them is called The Hound, where I'll have to eat chicken the entire time during the podcast. <laughs> um, just little visual gags or little audio gags uh, that we will have yes. to do to pay these punishments. And I won't ne nearly make you take uh, take a stand on all of the episodes, Stephanie. I am merely asking you, do you think that the very first episode of House of the Dragon will be over 55 minutes 
or under 55 minutes. This does not include uh, credits. I'm going to, okay, not including credits. Mm-hmm. Ugh, that's tricky because when you look at the video, it includes the credits. So that's what I'm thinking. Oh, that's true. Um, uh, my husband always includes the credits. <laughs> okay, well then here's what we'll do. We will amend the rules. We're including the credits now. Over 55 minutes or under 55 minutes. I don't think it makes the question any easier. I think the first episode, I think they're going to go hard and go strong. And I think it's going to be over 55 minutes. Right on. So you've gone over. Everybody, I think, has gone over. Nobody's gone under for the first episode. Um, So we may all be safe. As I said, I'm taking every single episode. Is over? Oh, as over 55 minutes. Um, just so that I have to, just so that I lose, you know, I have, well, I was going to say my inclination would be to say the same thing. So I guess we're in the same boat. (laughs) Uh Oh, uh Oh, uh, well, don't make the bet. Uh, just just go week by week. I'll, I'll ask you each week. And, uh, if you lose, then you'll have to pay a punishment. We have a wonderful set of like 40 punishments to pay from, (laughs) to, to choose from. Uh, and if you need any costuming, uh, funds, uh, that that's part of my responsibility for providing the game. I also have to provide the costumes if it's a, like oh, I a love dress costumes. Of <laughs> I would just so do that. I may, may have to. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you may lose one on purpose, just so that I have to send you a Daenerys wig, so that you have to dress up like Daenerys. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Excellent. One other thing here before we go, uh, because Haxel and I talked about it and we are kind of excited by this prospect. We know that some people are still and and reasonably so they're they're cautious about what a Jon Snow series would mean. Um they're happy that that like kit is taking some agency and taking control of it um nobody knows if it's actually ever going to get greenlit uh but if it were to get greenlit would you give john snow a chance even if it was set in the world that ended season eight of game of thrones the exact same world? i would yes mm-hmm. you would i would all right and well that was an easy sell I thought yeah. I was really going to have to sell you on that because you no. you were one of those people who were very disappointed at the end of season eight. I think a lot of people were I was. <laughs> and justifiably so. Uh, I myself wasn't. I just found it kind of emotional and I was glad it was over and that was it. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was me. Uh, no, I would welcome. Um, and, you know, I, I don't fault the end of season eight uh, to George at all, because obviously he wasn't really there and we don't have an ending from him anyways so i blame that on the D. so anything not from them i'm willing to try <laughs> <laughs> okay well evidently yeah kit harrington is putting together his own team um to try and work this puppy out and i guess evidently according to george's not a blog uh he's actually talked to a few of them and can acknowledge that the project even exists even though him and HBO both denied it when it came out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how convenient to deny it like that, just so that it creates even more buzz. Um, yes. Because that's what marketing people do. And, yes. But, okay. 
So uh, what would you like to see Jon Snow do post the Game of Thrones world? Do you want him to stay north of the wall? I mean, I know that he's banished to the Night's Watch, but basically at the end of the season, at the end of the episode, we saw there is no real Night's Watch. They were all going to leave and go north, which tells me that Jon could probably go anywhere he wants to, like Essos or whatever. Would you like to see him have um, some rollicking adventures moping around in lease? think he'd fit in in lace he's not colorful enough uh in his wardrobe or his personality or his uh john snow no i think uh he he's good in the frozen tundra wearing a black cloak (laughs) (laughs) well i mean even the snow is melting up there what's he gonna do they're all gonna get bored they're gonna come try to come back down and it's gonna be just awful maybe they could spend some time trying to rebuild part of the wall that the the night king tore down maybe or you know, uh, maybe, you know, maybe he'll go visit Sansa. She's the queen. <laughs> I know he's not supposed to, but I'd enjoy that. Well, you know, I, I'm sure that they could probably meet, uh, what, what was that area called? The gift that was given to the wall. Yes. Um, they could probably, she could probably ride up to there. That's not that far of a jaunt, I don't suppose. It's certainly no. less far than going all the way to King's Landing. Just right. so that you can have Tyrion tell you that your brother's going to be king when you should actually be queen of all of Westeros. Correct. Um, but, you know, she got she got the north out of it. So that's pretty cool. Yes. Anything else to wrap this puppy up? Nope. All right. It was good talking to you. It was great talking to you. Thanks for spending so much time with me. I know that uh, it's getting late there already. And I uh, am terrible uh, about taking up people's time. Uh, because I don't get to talk to anybody anymore. Nobody I, I, occasionally in a, in a Twitter thread or anything, but that's about to change folks. When we start podcasting uh, regularly about this show, you'll hear from more and more of our old uh, usual voices. Um, and uh, in my case, your tired voices uh, because no. you're tired of it. So, I, you know, we'll, we'll work it out. We'll work it out. I'll, I'll try to bring in as much fresh blood as possible like stephanie who's had a little bit of time off and holly hopefully won't be celebrating her name day 365 days a year and uh, maybe (laughs) kelly won't be spending so much time in her spreadsheets that she actually forgets to attend the podcast she'll resurface from the the spreadsheet i do expect to hear from susan after comic-con so that will be great as well yeah um, but I really thank you for your time. Do you want to, sh- I, I know that uh, you've kind of turned your social medias into more private ventures than yes, than, um, uh, whatever, but if you want to share it, feel free. And if you say, nah, not anymore, then we can keep it off not right now. We'll, we'll, we'll revisit that, but uh, you know, follow Matt at, uh, um, I'm just going to try to say the letter B, the number four, the dragon pod on Twitter. And don't forget to send emails to Matt's audioblog at gmail.com. Don't forget that you can find everything that we do at Matt's audioblog.com. M-A-T-T-S audioblog.com. And don't forget the YouTube. It's not a a URL that I can spit at you and you're going to remember. It's not a URL that I can remember. So I'm just going (laughs) to tell you to search for before the dragon podcast on YouTube. No letter B number four, just the word before the dragon podcast because i can't do anything consistently <laughs> across any social medias i can't get my emails to match my twitters i can't get my twitters to match my youtubes i can't get my youtubes to match my instagram um i'm just a mismatch kind of guy um, marketing <laughs> com- completely unlike fabian frankel 
and Kristen Cole, <laughs> who are so together with yes. everything. All right. Dreaming. Take care. Thanks, Steph. Thanks, Pat. Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>